the radical left, the Marxists, the anarchists, the agitators, the looters, and people who, in many instances, have absolutely no clue what they are doing. Welcome to What Radicalized You, a podcast of stories and experiences that have shaped people's ideas about our world and the way society should function. Hi, I'm Della Z. Duncan, and I am currently in San Francisco, California, and I would say my right livelihood calling is as a renegade economist, and that manifests in a few ways. I am a right livelihood coach for individuals working to align their values with their work in the world. I host the Upstream podcast, going upstream to the root causes of the economic challenges of our time. I'm an alternative economics consultant working with individuals, and I'm a facilitator, teacher of transformative experiences, uh, inviting shift in consciousness for this systems change uh, that's needed for the ecological, political, social, and economic challenges that we face. What radicalized me? I was living in San Jose, California, and I had gone through a breakup and was feeling anxious and quite unsettled in myself. And I tried to go to a doctor, a psychiatrist, I guess, to receive medication for my anxiety. That's what I thought ought to help. Fortunately, the person who I saw was a therapist, not a psychiatrist, and so they were unable to prescribe medication. And instead, they asked me if I would want to try mindfulness meditation and invited me to try a mindfulness retreat. And so it was actually a very Mick mindfulness introduction to mindfulness, very much mindfulness for my own mental health and well-being. So I went to a retreat at Spirit Rock Meditation Center here in the Bay Area. And the first retreat was a very, again, Mick mindfulness, very self-oriented, easing my own anxiety or sense of discontent. And I enjoyed it. And so I returned for another retreat. And in the second retreat, the teacher was a woman named Joanna Macy, who's an eco-justice Buddhist philosopher and activist. And she was, I would say, a huge part of what radicalized me because instead of a mindfulness approach, a very self-oriented view of mindfulness to ease our troubled minds, she encouraged us to take our mindfulness off the cushion and into the world, particularly to disrupt systems of oppression. So she brought in a lens of systems of oppression, systems thinking that we needed to dismantle capitalism, that we needed to address why ecology, the ecological systems are being devastated, climate change, biodiversity loss, etc. 
uh, racism, uh, structural inequality leading to colonization of the global south, right? So there was so many elements of that. So she really encouraged me to take mindfulness and explore how that view relates to my work, my contribution to the world, and yeah, take it off the cushion into a sense of engaged spirituality. Around that time, I also, because my partner, he was listening to a lot of uh, KQED, which is a pretty typical radio station in the Bay Area. He was listening to a lot of KQED, and then one time they had a funding drive. And so he, you know, as, as we get tired of the kind of pledge drive pitches, he just switched the channel briefly to KPFA, where Chris Hedges was talking. And Chris Hedges, a really powerful speaker, I think formerly or maybe still a priest, a really powerful way of speaking. He switched channels and was listening to a talk by Chris Hedges. And I think that if he were here, he would say is what radicalized him. But because of that, he then invited me or included me in listening to more KPFA. And that's where I came into knowing Richard Wolf and his show Economic Update. And I would say that was kind of the second place, the second area of radicalizing, because Richard Wolff just time and time again speaks to the problems of capitalism historically and currently and educates and invites the alternatives, the more solidaristic and cooperative alternatives that exist. So Joanna Macy and this Buddhist arena of the world led me to Buddhist economics and a kind of upstream journey to find that the potential root causes of our economic challenges are greed, hatred, and delusion. And I got really interested in that and pursued more study and following of Buddhist economics. But I've since broadened. I, as I said, I identify more as a renegade economist. So I, I see kind of more of a plurality of all economic alternatives that, that have a lot of similarities. And I think there's diversity and unity in them. So I do connect and feel inspiration from Buddhist economics. But I would also say that from folks like Chris Hedges and Richard Wolf. I've taken an interest to solidarity economics and cooperative economics, and then also feminist economics, looking at the care economy and decolonizing feminism. So a decolonized feminist economics, some might say a feminism for the 99%. So that's inspired me too. So yeah, I would say now I have more of a plurality of economic thinking, but it did come from that original impulse. And why I say McMindfulness, in case that's not a familiar term for folks, is I recently got to interview Ron Purser, the author of McMindfulness, How Mindfulness Became the New Capitalist Spirituality. So I think that's also what has inspired me to remember what my own moments of radicalization were that a very traditional mindfulness meditation and retreat is actually what then led me to 
a radicalization. So I think if I were to invite listeners into anything, I might speak to those particularly who have been involved with either therapy or mindfulness in the traditional sense. And I would say that, of course, there are times when we turn to that to ease our own suffering, such as a breakup or loss of a loved one. But I would really invite folks to think about the arenas of engaged spirituality and also liberation psychology to just look beyond the maybe more immediate causes of their own suffering to explore what are the systemic impact of their uh, on their life and how might the systems that we are a part of be they you know capitalism or the other supremacies such as uh, white supremacy supremacy over nature patriarchy you know supremacy over women so i would just say you know how do those structures contribute to your pain and suffering and therefore how might your psychology your therapy your mindfulness be liberating not just for you but for other beings be they human and non-human alike so that would be my invitation based on my own journey i found it very beautiful to go from this self-oriented easing to a more outward facing how do i contribute to the world how do i try to end suffering how do i try to change systems it's difficult but i find it very inspiring uplifting empowering and liberating so i wish that for you who's listening